0: Hi, this is Amy Dry Eye Diva here today with Dry Diva of the East, Leslie. Hey Leslie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. So you're never going to believe this. You <laughs> this is the Dry Eye Diva topic of the century. So oh, right. <laughs> I was at a dinner party in Boston the other night with a group of absolutely phenomenal women, movers and shakers, entrepreneur, really brilliant, elite women, and I mean, great. And <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so we just we got on the topic of eye health because they all said they were like, "Oh, we listen to your Dry Diva episodes, and they're so neat." I never realized how makeup can can impact my eye health. And one of the women there. Said, okay, Amy, she literally pulled me aside. She was too embarrassed to share this with the the rest of the group of women. But she said, so I've been wearing eyelash extensions for the last two years. And I looked at her and I said, okay, Mm -hmm. so how often do you replace them? And she said, well, what do you mean? I've I've worn them for the last two years consecutively straight. I don't replace them. I just add new ones on. When they fall off, I add more, and I just keep adding them on. Leslie, (laughs) help? How should I have responded? Other than losing my breath, biting my tongue, and trying not to scream, I said, when was the last time you went to your eye doctor?
1: (laughs) Which is a great way to, um, you know, a great comeback there. So this is a growing trend, like you said. We are seeing more women that are going to a, a lash boutique that are getting fills on their lashes. Um, it starts off that maybe they have to, you know, do a complete fill. And then as the natural lashes falling out and um, growing at different lengths, they'll have to re- replace them. A lot of, a lot of like how women who wear acrylic nails have to go back for maintenance, you know, a couple of weeks mm-hmm. at, at a time. I think With the false eyelashes, it might stretch out a little bit more that they might be going there every month to eight weeks, maybe to have the fills. But it does cause
0: a big... But wait, wait, wait. Mm So, I mean, she told me she has to do it all the time because she barely has any lashes. So she puts on the extensions... Yes.
1: But I think that they go back, they don't go every week. I mean, I think they're going every few weeks to see like, where do they need the touch up? You know, like she was saying, but the trouble is now, you know, maybe the problems aren't going to start within the first few months for those women, but as they get to this two year mark, and I've actually had patients in similar situations, that's where we start to see some of the ill effects of using um, false eyelashes for that length of time. And so I think Mm -hmm. it's going to be a big concern for eye care providers um, this new beauty trend
0: well doesn't it doesn't it compromise i mean not only the eyelashes i would think if you constantly have extensions on sort of like when you have fake nails if you're constantly wearing false nails the the nail beds rot I think, yeah. so I would think that if you're wearing eyelash extensions all the time and putting the adhesive on, not only are you pulling out your original lashes, but the adhesives must also impact your lid somehow. I mean, how does, how, how is that compromising your, your eyelid and, you know, in turn really impacting your eye health? What's what's happening there? Mm-mm. The biggest
1: ones, you know, always comes back to this blepharitis, this inflammation at the base of your lash um, okay, and so if you have the false lashes, oftentimes, you know, because you are spending the money on them, they may recommend that you use certain cleansers that the the lash um, estheticians are saying, you know, is compatible with the glue. But sometimes they actually are saying, you know, avoid certain cleansers near that because of the reason, you know, maybe it's going to affect the glue. But what happens if and the wipe... lashes
0: will fall off? But then, right. I mean, if they're not really cleaning the lids, then they're going to have other issues.
1: Right. And that's where that blepharitis um, starts to creep in. So blepharitis, think of it like, you know, really think of it like if you think about your mouth and you are drinking coffee and sugary foods, but you're never brushing your teeth, you're going to start to see a buildup on your teeth. Um, And so we would never do that, right? We're going to brush our teeth every day. We, We don't want to have a buildup on our teeth. That same thing's happening at the base of the eyelash if you're not properly cleansing and removing debris
0: um, throughout a day. So your eyelids would get crusty and swollen and itchy or, I mean, is that when you can also have the, the, the demodex problem too, right? Is that one of, is that a cause? I mean, that's a concern because the more bacteria that's building up at the base of the lash,
1: it's creating the environment that those mites, the demodex mites like. Mm -hmm. So there's probably not a direct correlation to people wearing eyelashes to demodex, but that's good to know. (laughs) It's creating the environment, you know, so you don't want to create that environment. So what happens is that for example, the the young lady that was in my practice, um, she was wearing false eyelashes for two years. Um, she came in because her lid was swollen um, mm-hmm. and itchy. That was her symptoms. And what I said is, you know, I, I see that you've been wearing these false eyelashes. I know you've been doing that for a while now she says, well, I've been doing it for a year and a half and haven't had any problems. And my response is, you've been doing it for a year and a half. This is why you're having problems, right? So um, she's neglected that part of the lash for long enough that now her body's not going to let that happen much more. Mm -hmm. So in that case, we started just um, lid hygiene and Mm -hmm. we got her on a good route of cleansing the lash. And, and, and now what we're going to plan for is removing the lashes completely and then she'll return for some treatments on the blepharitis, because that's what we have to do is manage this. And, and really, I think the opportunity is to talk to people in the lash industry um, to educate the women that they're, they're doing this with, that they need to have routine exams where mm-hmm. we can maybe sometimes take the break and give the lid this deep cleansing that it needs.
0: So how long, so when you say a break, because obviously women that wear eyelash extensions don't want a break, um, it's just like women who sleep with eye makeup, they don't want their partner to see them without eye makeup. But if you're using these extensions and your your lids do need to breathe, so how much time would you recommend women take between eyelash ex- extension applications? Is it a weekend, a week, a month? A, I mean, what what is a good time for these women's eyes to to really breathe is is there recommended time
1: well we don't have that yet you know that's a great question and i hopefully will be able to get some research that can give us a more um defined answer but we don't have the answer um if we think about remember um how the lash is is not ideal of the length when it is lengthened um and so you know there's always the concern for a dry eye to be um uh, enhanced by wearing false eyelashes so it really i would say depends on the problem mm-hmm. um and the and the and the woman so in in a totally healthy young person i would it's hard to guess but what i would want to do is have periodic times where i'm able to properly clean um and care for the lid that's hiding
0: underneath the eyelash <laughs> um yeah i mean i just i can't imagine i couldn't wear f- false like the, the nails, I, I couldn't imagine that because, again, the nail beds don't breathe. So I'm just I'm just thinking having lash extensions on all the time and then putting mascara on the lash extensions. And it must be really hard, especially if women are wearing, like say, waterproof mascara on the eyelash extensions. It must be really hard to get that off mm-hmm. and thoroughly clean it because yeah. they obviously don't want to get their extensions. Well, have their extensions fall off.
1: And I think that the message also among the um, lash boutiques is not consistent. Like I've seen them recommend different cleansers, sometimes foamy cleansers, sometimes actually even oil-based cleansers. Mm-hmm. And even just figuring out what is probably the best mode of daily hygiene for those women is is something that we also
0: need some research around. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that really it's a good question. I mean, obviously we have to pay attention to our lid hygiene in general, but it would be really great to speak with our eye doctor about it and say, Hey, I'm using these eyelash extensions. And you know, what would you, what would you recommend for cleaning my lids or how often would you recommend that I come in for an eyelid? What did we call it before an eyelid rejuvenation or just, you know, just, just making sure that our lids are happy and, uh, you know producing the right amount of lubrication right mm-hmm. Sque- yeah. squeezing out the right juices so our eyes are lubricated and we don't have dry eye <laughs> yeah i mean it does pose a lot of um interesting
1: interesting topics i think for the eye care provider because these women are actually sometimes more dedicated to their lash person than they are to me their eye doctor and mm-hmm. so if I would recommend a cleanser that I feel would be compatible with their lash oftentimes they want to check with the lash so I think really big op- I, with their lash person so I think there's a big opportunity for us to figure out what's compatible mm-hmm. and then deliver that message to these boutiques where the women are having these fills because like you said this beauty trend is growing I forget what the numbers were um, for the lash market this coming year and all the way up to 2025 but I think it's like billion dollars if it's I'm huge.
0: Not yeah, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's definitely a good conversation to have, and I think it, it's also good that you know more women are, are talking about this subject because obviously everybody wants to be feel pretty and look beautiful and have long, luscious lashes, but you also don't want to have an infection with your eyelids or have your eyelashes falling out. So it's a it's a great conversation to have with your friends, but it's also a great ha- conversation to have with your eye doctor. Yeah. And, you know, it'd I mean, it's a big to- trend. I know
1: it's a big trend when some of the um,
0: fast food places or like a subway, say, for example,
1: that this nice young girl who looks like she's in high school, um, you know, now I, you know, even my husband's noticing the lashes. And so it's crazy that it's spanning all ages. Um, some are, you know, you could never tell. And some of them are like the longest lashes you've ever seen. So this trend is just growing at leaps and bounds. And so the eye doctors need to be aware of it. Um, and you as the, you know, consumer that's doing this should really have that conversation because sometimes, you know, we might not notice it, um, on exam, but shame on us because it's usually pretty glaringly obvious that something is adhered to your lash. So I think that both ends need to have more communication around this topic.
0: Yeah. And I mean, even the, the lashes, because it's different than the false eyelashes that you can go into a pharmacy and have glued on, for example. I mean, they put them on the individual lash. At least the, the professional lash extensions, they put them on each individual lash. So I would think also that is extra weight on the lash. So that would probably, does, do you think that compromises the structure of the eyelashes too? I mean, can that weaken the structure?
1: I would think that, and even what is the glue, right? So we know that they're usually uh, laden with formaldehyde. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think that formaldehyde would be destructive to the hair. And I I do think over time there probably is some thinning, but we see that with this chronic inflammation of the lid margin, which is called blepharitis. So, you know, both of the things together make the perfect storm for a, a thinner, less full lash, which is not what these women are looking for
0: to begin with. Wow. Yeah, no, it's just, it's definitely interesting. And, uh, I can't wait to share this conversation with the, the woman who admitted to wearing her eyelash extensions for two years in a row. Well, I mean,
1: it's going to keep getting longer and longer. Right. So, um, until they have a problem. So we might run into women that are doing it three and four years and they and until they have the problem, they're gonna just keep doing it um, without yeah. the break. And really it, figuring out what is the recommended time, like you said, and what's the recommended break is something that needs to be looked
0: at for sure. Yeah, I think we definitely need to set up a a research team on that one and check it out. So maybe we should sign up some volunteers who wants to wear some eyelash extensions. And yeah. uh, let's I'm sure we can
1: find him pretty quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Leslie, thank you very much. I enjoyed this conversation. So yeah. I look forward to setting up this new research project on eyelash extensions. And until then, you know, let's, let's make sure that our beauty and hygiene routines are you know, compatible with our eye health. Yes. (laughs) And clean. So have a great day and look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thanks.